I'm so glad there's a day built on our calendar to make us stop, to make us look back and to remember that we have what we have because others have stood on our behalf. We enjoy what we enjoy because of the sacrifice of somebody just like us that went before us who said, no, it's worth it. And today we pause and we remember. And we remember so we don't forget. It's just so easy in the world I've grown up in, you just had it all. And you forget what it cost to have what we have. There are some brave young men and women that went off that didn't make it home. Their moms and dads didn't get to welcome them home. They paid the ultimate cost for us today. And today as a nation, we pause and we honor and we remember and we say thank you to them by remembering. And in doing so, we wanna honor those in our room today and watching online today that you may have served in our armed forces or are currently serving in our armed forces. If that's you today, would you stand all over our room? If you have served or currently serving, would you let these folks know today how thankful you are for them? You guys will stay standing if you would. Would y'all join me in a word of prayer? Father, we thank you for the men and women that have stood in this room over the last two hours. And those that are watching online, God, may they always know their willingness to serve hasn't been forgotten. And God, their heart to stand in harm's way so we could enjoy freedom freedom to worship, freedom to eat a hot dog tomorrow, freedom to enjoy life. God, they were willing. And God, we say thank you. So Father, today, would you bless them? Father, even as they gather with their family and friends tomorrow, may they know that they have a church and a community that is thankful for them. So we bless them now and we thank you for bringing them home safely so we can enjoy this time together. And it's in Jesus' name that I pray, amen. Would you join me again and let everybody know how thankful you are for them? You guys can be seated. We also pause today to remember what happened in Uvalde, Texas this week. I think all of us were stunned at what went on at the school there. A lot of little boys and girls got on the bus that morning. They had big summer plans, teachers that went in to do what they're called to do and they didn't get to come home. There's a lot of people today in that little community, that tiny little community, grieving and hopeless and they need our prayers. So, would you, right where you are today, join me in a word of prayer for them? First, would you pray from those moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas and husbands and wives that are experiencing a loss that we can't imagine? Would you pray for them? 
you pray God's comfort over them? Would you pray for his nearness? He would be near to them. He promised he would. God, today, we don't want to move on without remembering these people. That could have been in our community. That could have been in our school that we were serving down the street. Father, today, we wrap them in prayer. And we lift them to you. God, would you meet them in that dark place? Would you meet them in that valley? And God, today, we give them over to you. And God, today, we pray for them as a church, and we lift all these things to you. And it's in Jesus' name that I pray. And everyone said, amen. If you take your Bibles this morning, turn to the book of Luke, Luke chapter 22. Jesus created a night for us to remember. Jesus created a moment we were never intended to forget. In fact, there were two things that he asked us to remember. He wanted us to celebrate the ordinance of baptism, which we do. And he also said, I want you to remember what I'm about to do by taking the supper together. It's called the Lord's Supper. Many of you may have grown up calling it communion or the sacraments or whatever the term you use, but it was a night we're about to remember and look at so we won't forget. So we live in a world that moves so fast and news comes at us so quick and our calendars get so full, we can show up at church on Sunday and by Monday we forgot everything we already knew, right? We just move on with life and life gets busy and life gets crazy. And he told this group and he tells us, I want you to remember because I don't ever want you to forget. I want you to know so during those times you question and during those times you doubt and during those times you wonder, I want you to remember so you won't forget. You won't forget why I came. You won't forget the price I paid. You won't forget that all this had to happen. We know that that night the disciples gathered for Passover. They really didn't think a lot about it. The only thing that caught them off guard is when they showed up to the room, Jesus had a towel around his waist and he was, at the, he was at the door and he was washing their feet as they entered. He then tells them that there's one of you that's gonna betray me. And we know that Judas got up and, and, just, and Judas scooted out of the room and then Jesus goes into the Passover meal. Would y'all stand with me in honor of reading God's word together? Luke chapter 22, verse 14. If you've got the app out, easy way to follow along, or you got the notes um, with you. So let's dive in. When the time came. So know this. They didn't just end up in the room. They didn't just end up there. This was a preordained time that his whole life had built to this night. Jesus and his apostles, they sat down together at the table. And Jesus said, it's very interesting the way he said it, I have been very, what's the next word? I've been looking forward to this. Eating this Passover meal before my suffering begins. 
Now that part caught them off guard. Passover meal, they knew that they were gonna eat with him. Passover is something every Jew grew up celebrating as a family when they look back to the passing over of the death angel and, and all that transpired with that. And they would eat a meal together and this was part of the ritual. It's part of what they did. They remembered so they wouldn't what? They remembered so they wouldn't forget. But Jesus throws them a curveball when he said, I've been very eager and very much looking forward to this before my suffering begins. I think they were ready for that. For I tell you now, I won't eat this meal again until its meaning is fulfilled in the kingdom of God, meaning this will be the last time we all eat together. Take the Passover together. Experience this together. See, in these guys' minds, this was gonna be something that they did for the next number of years with Jesus. Then he took the cup wine and he gave thanks to God for it and he said take this share it among yourselves for I will not drink wine again till the kingdom of God has come then he took bread and he gave thanks to God for it he broke it into pieces and he gave it to the disciples and he said this is my body which is given for you do this in remembrance of me. All of a sudden, what they've grown up doing at the Passover, he's giving a whole new meaning to what they're doing. And he's given a whole new understanding of why we are eating this dinner together. And then after supper, he took another cup of wine and he said, this is the covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood, which is poured out as a sacrifice for you. And that night, these 11 were introduced to something that the church has been celebrating for over 2,000 years because he said, I want you to do this because I want you to remember so you don't forget. You guys can be seated. How many of you have gone to church before and, and you've had a church experience where you took the Lord's Supper, you took the sacrament, you took communion, but you've celebrated that way before. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. I, I, that was me. So I grew up and we did that. It was a pretty normal deal. The problem with it was, I don't know if I always understood what I was doing. I always, I knew they would always tell us what it meant. But here's the part about this I want you to write down, right? Little, little, little note at the top of your outline. This is an incredibly personal meal for you. This isn't Jesus just pulling up the table with all of us. This is, this is Jesus pulling up a chair with you. This is an incredibly personal meal. When he was with the disciples at night, he said, I've been very eager because this Passover is not gonna be like any of the others because this will never be the same for you again. And as we experience a moment like this, I think we remember a couple things. Ready? First thing we remember, his grace is undeserved. You aren't good enough. You aren't smart enough. You are not pretty enough. You are not handsome enough. You are not rich enough. You're not poor enough. You aren't anything enough to deserve the undeserved grace of God. He loves you because he wants to love you not because of anything you've done or are going to do. I love how he says this there. Then he took the cup of wine, he gave thanks to God for it, and then he said, take this and share it among yourselves. I want you to write down a little phrase under number one, ready? 
It was for all of us. Very similar to what he said in John 3, 16, when he said, for God so loved the world. That's for all of us. There's a very flat ground when it comes to this piece. See, the, the way the system was built back then, there was a hierarchy to it, right? So the more religious you were, the more access to God you have. And Jesus was saying that day, no, 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 no. Everything's gonna change. This is for all of us. And what I'm about to give you, you don't deserve. In fact, when you fully figure out how little of it you deserve, you'll begin to grow in your relationship with Jesus. If you go, man, Mike, no, I deserve it, then I don't think you fully understand it yet. His grace is undeserved. I don't have to work for it. I don't have to earn it. I don't have to learn enough for it. It's undeserved. Yes or no, within hours, were some of the guys that were about to eat this meal, were some of these guys gonna bail on Jesus? Yes or no? He knew that. He loved him anyways. Yes or no, sometimes we come and sing things at church on Sunday and by Monday, we're saying words that we wouldn't sing at church. Yes or no? His grace is undeserved, right? We don't, we don't get it by proxy. We don't get it from our grandma and grandpa. We get it when we understand he did this for me. Number two, his gift is himself. I want you to write two words under it, ready? Sinless sacrifice. Sacrifice means something was done for me to get me somewhere I couldn't buy, I couldn't do. Sinless sacrifice. And I love how Jesus said it. He took the bread, he thanked God for it, he broke it into pieces, he gave it to his disciples, and then he said this, this is what caught him. This is my what? Which is given for who? Help me out. This is my what? Which is given for who? I guarantee you sitting around that table, every one of them thought he was talking to just them. I am breaking my body in a couple hours for you. I want you to write this little thought down under number two. It's the ultimate sign of love, right? These guys could have used a lot of things, but what they needed most was his sacrifice. So do you. See, so you have a debt and I have a debt I can't pay. See, in life, when something gets paid off, we get to get what's next. This is a debt you can't get past, the sin debt you can't get past. I remember I graduated from Liberty, 
and they never sent my diploma. I couldn't believe it. It was 1991. I graduate after my four years. I don't get my diploma. I don't get my diploma. So my parents are like, we paid a lot of money for your diploma. Would you call and find out why you're not receiving your diploma? So I called the business office and I said, hi, my name is Thomas Michael Lynch and I am student ID back when we used to use our social security for student ID, which is alarming. All right, we walked around with our social security number on. But anyways, and so I give them my social security number and they're like, yeah, yeah, we know why we haven't sent it yet. You have some outstanding parking tickets. I'm like, oh, bless the Lord. All right, and so I, I was trying to get to class, of course, to accomplish good things, and I was in a hurry for all good reasons, and so I couldn't get something because I owed something. And then I had to tell my mother why I owed something, which was a whole nother deal that came out of my paycheck when I started working. But anyway, so you get when you earn. You don't earn grace. His body was broken willingly for you because he didn't want to be in heaven without you. All right, let me ask you this question. Did he have to come? No, he willingly came. In fact, Scripture says the Romans didn't kill him and the Jews didn't kill him. He willingly gave up his life. His body broke. His gift was himself. And number three, his sacrifice was enough. It was enough. He covered it all. His sacrifice on that cross when his blood spilled. So here's how the system worked. The old covenant, the old system was you sin, 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 sin. You sacrifice an animal and that blood covers that sin. And then you sin, 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 sin and you kill an animal, a spotless lamb and that blood covers. That was the old sacrificial system. He was saying when he died on the cross, this sacrifice is enough. This is a new covenant in my blood and your sins are forever covered. Forever. Listen to what he said. Listen to this. This is the cup, the new covenant between God and his people. An agreement confirmed with my what? What's it? What do he say? An agreement confirmed with my what? See, without blood, there is no covering of sin. And you don't deserve it. Nor do I. But that day, he instituted something for us to remember because he says this next. It's poured out as a sacrifice for who? This is you and Jesus at the table. I gave myself up to get you home. It's the ultimate sacrifice. And it was for you. I'm gonna ask our team to come down now. You're gonna get two cups. They're gonna be together when you get them. 
when you receive these elements that represent the body and the blood of Christ, this team's gonna be singing. You can sing along with them or you can bow your head and say, Jesus, thank you for doing this for me because it was for you. It was for all of us and it was just for us. And I want you to hold these in your hand. In just a moment, we're gonna remember what he did so we won't ever forget.